Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Are you feeling good or are you feeling great? I, I feel great. And we are ready to worship our Lord Jesus Christ this morning. So I will invite you to stand up. Thank you. And we will pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you give us the opportunity to be here in your house, in this place, Lord, where that we use to worship you, Lord, to give you glory and honor. And we thank you, Lord, for life. We thank you, Lord, for being alive. We thank you, Lord, for our bodies, for everything you are giving us, Lord, that we can worship you and adore you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Watching the nightly news, lifting the rhythm, just wanna sing the blues. Feels like a song that never stops. Feels like it's never gonna get that fire, fire back in my bones. Before my heart, heart turns into stone. So somebody please pass the megaphone. I shouted on the count of three. Oh, hear my prayer tonight, I'm singing to the sky Give me strength to raise my voice, let me testify Oh, hear my prayer tonight, cause this is do or die The time has come to make a choice, and I choose joy Let it move you, let it move you, let it move you So I choose joy When I was young, my eyes were full of life But now that I am older, I live by the speed of life Feels like the cycle never stops Feels like it's never gonna Gotta get that five five back in my bones Before my hard heart turns into stone So somebody please pass the megaphone I shouted on the count of three Ready? Two, three. Oh, hear my prayer tonight. I'm sinking to the sky. Give me strength to raise my voice. Let me testify. Oh, hear my prayer tonight. Cause this is do or die. Time has come to make a choice. And I choose joy. Let it move you. Let it move you. Let it move you. I choose joy. Let it move you. Let it move. Let it move you. So I walk through the valley of the shadow of the night. Go with you by my side. I'm stepping into the light. I choose joy. Let it move. Let it move. Let it move you. Joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart. Down in my heart to stay. I need that joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. Now, isn't it true that the joy of the Lord is our strength? The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Do you choose joy? Because. I choose joy, let it move you, don't let it move, don't let it move you, I choose joy, let it move you, don't let it move, let it move you, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of night, but with you by my side, I'm stepping into the light, I choose joy, let it move you, don't let it move, don't let it move you. That joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. I need that joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart to stay. How many of you have a friend in Jesus? Yes, he is our friend. Everybody has trials, 
and temptations. It's true. Everybody knows heartbreak, isolation. But we can lay our burdens down. Lay our burdens down. What a friend we have in Jesus. He's to rest my sins are gone. I see grace on every horizon. And forever and ever, His heart is my home. Everybody has fears. Everybody got worried. Everybody knows sorrow, devastation. But we can lay our burdens down. Lay our burdens down. What a friend we have in Jesus. East to west, my sins are gone. I see grace on every horizon. And forever and ever, His heart is my home. No more betrayal, for He is faithful. He fills me up and my cup runneth over. No more betrayal. For He is faithful, how He has proven it over and over. No more betrayal, for He is faithful, He gives me up and my cup runneth over. No more betrayal, for He is faithful, now He has proven it over and over, over and over. What a friend we have in Jesus. East to west, my sins are gone. I see grace on every horizon. And forever and ever, His heart is my home. The friend we have in Jesus. East to west, my sins are gone. I see grace on every horizon. And forever and ever, His heart is my home. Forever and ever, His heart is my home. <laughs> forever and ever, His heart is my home. Fear removed, 
Representation of the Holy Spirit. That's what we're talking about here. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil, I now surrender. You are making new ground. So I yield to you and to your careful hand. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever. You want me to be I came here with nothing But all you have given me Jesus, renew wine out of me In the crushing In the pressing you are making new wine in the soil I now surrender you are breaking new ground you are breaking new ground so make me a vessel Make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. There is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here. Lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. Because where there is new wine, there is new power. 
but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Who said that? You remember? It was Joshua. Joshua said that. He says, you make your decision. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. Right. The next example is a lady. This lady was praying for a child and offered this child to the Lord. Eventually, the, the child came and she fulfilled the promise, bringing the child to the priest. Who is this woman? Hannah. Very well. Hannah. Another example of somebody brave. You pray for something, the Lord gives you that. Now is the time to do your part, correct? Okay. Now, this prophet was called to anoint the new king of Israel. And when he went to do the anointing of this new king, the Lord spoke to him. And this is what the Lord said to him. He said, God doesn't look at what people see. People judge by what is on the outside, but the Lord looks at the heart. Who was the prophet? The prophet was Samuel. Samuel needed also to be brave. Can you imagine you receive a message from the Lord, and the Lord is expecting you to say that? Would you do it? Well, if the Lord says that to you, and you are certain about it, you should do it. You need to be brave, brave to do that, correct? All right. This is another lady. She was married to the king, and uh, she was notified by her uncle, Mardukai, that there was a plot against the king. And she told those news to the king. She needed to be brave, not just for that event, but for many other things. Do you remember who was this girl? Esther. Esther, yeah, exactly, Esther. Brave woman as well. Another example of somebody brave, another girl. Girls are brave, right? Are you brave, girls? I know you are. Okay, this other person needed to feed her family, her mother-in-law. And she was just getting everything that was the leftovers where the harvesters were working. Do you remember her name? Ruth. Ruth, very well, very well. Ruth, very brave woman, very brave woman as well. All right. <laughs> now, this is an easy one, right? We all know this story. This little guy is fighting the giant. He needed to be brave. His name, David. David. David was brave. And finally, in the Old Testament, I have this other guy who was sent to a place where there were lions, and he needed to pray to survive. Do you remember his name? His name is Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> yes, Daniel, Daniel. All those are examples of brave people in the Old Testament. Now, let's switch to the New Testament. Do you want? Sure. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go ahead. The first person in the New Testament that we can tell that it was brave is someone who received a miracle. The miracle of conceiving our Savior. And her name is Mary. She needed to be brave. Brave girl. She was pretty young. But she decided, I'm going to do this. Trusting in the power of the Lord and the Holy Spirit. The next example is one of the disciples. He was the only one who walked on water. Of course, he had a little... Difficulty there. <laughs> but that was Peter. Exactly. Peter was the next brave person. And I have one more. I have actually two more. All right. Who is the disciple that the Lord Jesus said, referring to Mary, here is your mother. Take care of her. That was John. Right. He needed to be brave. Because now he had a new responsibility, not just with the church, but also with the mother of the Lord Jesus. 
right? Brave men as well. This other guy, he was a persecutor of the church, became a believer, and now he starts his journey of adventures and trying to spread the word all over Asia. Do you remember his name? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Escaping here in a basket. Paul is his name. Of course, we have other cases. Not, not too exciting, but truthful. The first martyr of the church, Stephen. He needed to be brave, and he was so brave the day that he knew that he was about to go to the Lord. And they killed him with stones. Brave men. Brave men. Okay, who can tell me who was the first person that went with Paul in the first missionary trip? You are close. <laughs> Barnabas. Barnabas was the first one going with Paul into the missionary trips. Brave men. Brave. And uh, finally, who was the first woman converted to a believer in Asia? And she was a business lady. Who remembers? Her name is Lydia. Lydia. She found the Lord Jesus one day when she went to pray to a, near a river. Paul was there, met him, and then he preached the gospel to Lydia, and she became a believer. Very, very brave woman. Now, you hear those stories and you say, yeah, but yeah, they are from the Bible. Of course they are brave. <laughs> of course. But that is way, way too far from us. Well, you know what, guys? Let's get a little bit closer to our times. Who is this man who became the first president of the United States of America? And he needed to be brave. Brave men in many aspects. And he was a man of integrity. You know, the word, in order to, to really have America kind of going into the place of independence, it, it took years. And he fought that, that fight, being brave, trusting in the Lord. But uh, getting a little bit closer. Who is this individual that fought for the slavery, removing the slavery in America, and bringing the country into unity? Abraham Lincoln. You tell me if this man was not brave. Very, very brave man. All right. Closer to our days, we have the World War. And we needed leaders. We needed someone that was able to lead the country into war. And uh, he was really brave. Franklin Roosevelt. Very brave man as well. But you are thinking, well, yeah, but they are still kind of far from us. <laughs> well, it's true. They are a little bit far in history, right? In time. But there are others that are currently alive and I want to present to you two examples of brave people one is a lady Elizabeth II she is 92 years old she had lived so many experiences it is unbelievable all the great things that she has done but I would like to Bring to your attention something that probably you think, well, that is not, doesn't require to be brave, but it does. You know, the, the kingdom, the Great Britain, it was composed by many countries. During the last years, the kingdom, the empire of the Great Britain, started to have different countries being independent. 
And one at a time, she lost one country, and another country, and another country, and another country. Not to mention the family issues that you know some of those. You know, when you are being victorious, and you conquer things, and you do great things, you think, well, those guys are brave. But when you are losing, you also need to be brave. And you know what, guys? Sometimes not all the things that we do are just triumph and victory. Sometimes we need to just take the loss and say, well, I lost here. But you need to be brave to even overcome that. And finally, I want to present to you someone that, in my opinion, is very brave. It's our president, Donald Trump. And, uh, and we pray for him in this church. And we pray for him in this city, in Odessa. And uh, we believe that the Lord brought him to be the leader of our country for a purpose. Or perhaps many many purposes but I want you to know that he's 72 years old and he's the man that came to became president as the, as, as the older age 70 no one has been president at that age before him so he is the first one at that age now let me ask you now how old are you how old are you and, and so we reviewed quickly tons of examples in the Old Testament, several examples in the New Testament. We reviewed some examples in the American history. And now we are showing two examples of really old people that are still brave to fight different situations in their lives. So now, who's the next brave person that I'm going to present to you? Do you know who is the next brave person that I want you to see is you. You are the next brave person. You must be brave in everything you do. And that's why this scripture that we read at the beginning, the Lord Jesus telling us, you can be sure that I, I will be with you always and I will continue with you until the end of time. You have to have that certainty in your heart that the Lord is with you. And you need to become brave. And the only way that we can become brave is when we learn to defeat fear. Fear is going to be present in different things that we do in life. During our operations in a daily basis, sometimes whether it's driving or making decisions with our money or changing careers or switching companies or inviting a girl to go out to have coffee for those that are single or a girl that says, okay, well, I'm going to have dinner with you, a guy who invited her, whatever. Sometimes we just feel afraid and everybody feels that I have lived that, that experience. I know what is to be afraid. But you know, what is the key? The key is learning, conquering the fear. And that makes you brave. And everyone's life is different. And you cannot compare yourself to, to the life of other individuals or other women. Because that is their life. You are not that woman. And you are not that men. You are yourself. You have your own challenges, your own projects, your own problems, your own obstacles. But you need to learn to defeat fear. So here is the key, guys. Defeating the fear basically is seeing the problem and attacking the problem. That is the way to defeat fear. But you have to be certain that the Lord is with you. Now, this is a question that I want you to think. Do you think that during the day, during, throughout the week, you feel 
the presence of the Lord with you all the time. Do you feel the presence of the Lord with you all the time? Because some people don't. Some people just feel for a moment the presence of the Lord. And eventually, it's gone. And when, when they feel that disconnection, is when they are frightened. So in order to defeat the fear, you have to be aware that the Lord is with you all the time. And you just say those words. Lord, you are with me. I know you are with me. The moment you say those words, everything is going to change in yourself. I don't know how many of you have a, a nightmare. You wake up in the middle of the night and your heart is just beat, beating so hard. And you are breathing. Have you? Oof, this is scary. You had a nightmare. You wake up. You are scared. You are frightened. You're trying to understand what happens. What's going on there? But regardless, you say, Lord, you are with me. You are with me. Lord, Lord, help me here. Help me understand what's going on. Perhaps it's in the middle, in the middle of an accident. In any situations, guys, we just need to be aware that the Lord is with us. And if you don't, don't feel that way, you have to remind yourself the promise of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said that he will be with you always. And you just remember because it's not your promise. It's his promise. You see? You say, well, if he promised me that, it's because it's a fact. He is with me all the time. But there are two reasons why people can feel frightened sometimes. And I want you to be aware of these two things because that also could be a problem in your life if you don't know how to handle it. The first one is when you are doing something wrong. When you are doing something wrong, naturally, you are going to be afraid. Let me give you a simple example. You see the speed limit, 50 miles an hour, and you are 65. You just know it. That is wrong. And then you feel afraid, and eventually, boom, you get caught, right? It's just a, a simple example. Or you are watching something that is not right on your computer, on, on TV, on your phone, whatever. And you know it, but you keep watching. And there is something that tells you that is wrong. And you are frightened. You're just thinking, oh my gosh, what I'm doing here? Anything. When we do something wrong, Naturally, we are going to be afraid. So what is the solution to that? Well, you stop doing what is wrong. <laughs> Simple, right? You don't go to the places that you don't need to go. You don't buy the stuff that you don't need to buy. You don't consume those things that you, need. You, don't, you know you don't need to consume or watch those things that you know you don't need to watch, etc. You just stop doing what is wrong. That will take care of that fear. <sighs> However, there is a second source of fear in the hearts of people is when they are not doing what the Holy Spirit is telling them to do. The Holy Spirit tells you, I want you to do this. He gives you an assignment. You know it. And you just put it in your pocket. You say, I'll do it at some point. And you just keep on going. And you just leave that there. And the reminder comes to your mind. Right? The Holy Spirit whispers to you again. Remember, I asked you to do this. And when you don't do that, eventually you will start to feel afraid. Because you are not doing what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Okay. Guys, when we think of these heroes that we just review their stories... Abraham Lincoln, or Noah, David, Esther, Lydia, all of them, they faced problems. And that is, that is the key to understand what is to be brave. Because the meaning of being brave for one person here 
is very different than the meaning of being brave to this person here. It's, it's different because every life is different. Each story is different. So your story is unique. You realize that. The problems that you face are yours. The context where you work, where do you live, the people that you are in contact with, that is very unique. And there is where you And that is unique. And we cannot compare problems and situations because everyone has a very different story. But the point is that we need to find a solution. And that solution is going to fix the problem. You are going to become brave when you realize there is a problem that requires a solution. And you know who is, what is the vehicle to fix that problem? The vehicle is you. You and only you can fix that particular problem. Whatever the problem is. Whatever the situation is. How many arcs were built? Well, just one. How many Goliaths were defeated? Well, just one. <laughs> you see? There is a problem and there is a solution. And you are the vehicle. You. And you have to become brave by understanding, wait a minute. There is something that I must do here. And that, my friends, is what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. So that's why you become brave, because you recognize there is a problem. I have to do something about it. The Holy Spirit is telling me to do something about it, and I have to do it. Because you are the one who will bring the change into that circumstance. Nobody else. Nobody else will bring the change into your scenario but you. Just you. If I share with you what are my problems, maybe you will listen to me for 10 minutes and you say, I understand, Gian. I, I, I can see how you feel. But after those 10 minutes, you will say, well, I pray for you that everything goes well. Have a nice day. And you leave. And here I am again in between the problem and the solution because I have to bring the change. So whatever is your problem, your circumstance, your challenge, only you can fix it. Nobody else. Nobody else. You have your own story. Your own life is your movie, if you like, where you are the protagonist. And you are the one who needs to bring the change. And you will bring the change when you understand the situation. You have to understand what's going on there. You need to take your time to reflect about it and analyze. Well, this is the problem. I have to understand the situation. And there is when we can use the help of somebody else, right? We can say, hey, can we talk for five minutes? I want something. I want to share with you something. Yeah, what is it? Listen, I'm da -da 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 -da. you tell your story to somebody else, and that person can give you ideas. But at the end, it's you, the only one that can fix it. Only you can fix that problem. However, you need to understand the situation. Because if you, under, if you do not understand the problem, there is no way that you can bring the solution. You have to understand the situation. And we think sometimes... I don't know even where to start. <laughs> this is so complex. It's so difficult. Well, what the Lord says, what the Lord tells us in his word. In the chapter number one, verse five of the letter of James says that the Lord God will give wisdom to anyone who asks for it. If you ask for wisdom, the Lord will give you the wisdom. You, you need to pray in the direction and say, Father, I need to understand the situation. Give me the wisdom. I need to understand this. Because you are going to bring the change. And when you know what is the solution to, to that problem, then is when you need to start to 
communicate the solution. You have to verbalize what's the solution. How are you going to fix that problem? Think about Hannah. I don't have kids. I am miserable. That's the problem. What is the solution? A miracle. I understand the problem. I cannot have a baby. The solution comes from God. So I'm going to pray. She understood. She prayed. She brought the solution. She said to the priest, I came here to pray because she communicated the solution. I prayed that the Lord would give me a child. And if he gives me a child, I will bring him back to, to, to serve the Lord. You communicate the solution because somehow when you say those things, you are compromising yourself. You commit to the solution. That's why you have to say those words. You know, I have found that many of the good things that I have done personally in my life are the result of commitment. Commitment. In discipline. So I said, I'm going to do this. And then I start going in that direction. And I become very disciplined about it. And do it and do it and do it until I see the result. But some people don't like to commit to anything. That's why there are no solutions. But you have to commit and communicate that solution. You need to understand, the Lord is with you. You're not going to do this by yourself. Okay, Noah, I want you to build an ark. This is the size. Did you get it? Uh, okay. Okay. See you in 100 years. Let's see how did you do it. Bye. No, the Lord didn't do that. He was with Noah all the way through. David, the same thing. Daniel. Paul preaching the gospel. Everybody. Elizabeth II. Our president. They are the ones that are bringing the change. But they are aware the Lord is with me. That is the way that you become brave. When you bring the change. When you do what the Lord is telling you to do. And you have the faith that he is with you. He is with you. And you know what? When you bring a solution, it's the right thing to do. And everybody will say, you know what? It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. That's a, it's not because you are mean. It's the right thing to do. Good for you. However, not everyone will like it. <laughs> you make the changes. You bring the changes into this problem. You fix this problem. Not everybody will say, yay! No. Some people are not going to be happy with the solutions that you bring. But if that is what the Lord is telling you to do, go ahead. No, I want you to build an ark. Okay, Lord. Okay, these are the measurements. This is the design. Okay, Lord. And he is building the ark for years and years and years. And eventually the Lord said, bring the animals. All the animals come. The door closes. And then the rain starts. You see? He brought the solution. And now when the rain started, you can imagine everyone screaming outside. Hey, no, hey Noah! Noah! We are cousins. How much do you want for, for, a, for a seat there? Here. Here is the money. You know? Not everyone is going to be happy with the solutions that you are going to bring. But you know what? It's the Lord's will. You have to do what the Lord is telling you to do. And it's your life. I cannot make decisions for anybody. I cannot make decisions for my wife, for my children, for my siblings, for any of you that I love so much. I cannot. You need to make those decisions. Because it's your life. And you are going to do it when you learn to conquer the fear. And I explained to you earlier that the only way to conquer the fear is when, and you become brave, is when you do 
that mission that the Lord is asking you to accomplish. Because it's your time. It's your time. It's time for each one of you guys to take your place in the battle and, and do whatever the Lord is asking you to do. Whatever is what He is asking you to do. But it's true, sometimes we are like, wow, this thing that I, that I had ahead of me is, is way too, too difficult. How can I do that? And sometimes we feel tired, right? We are like, I don't think I can do this. It's way, way too much for me. Well, in those moments is when we need to call him and say, Father, I need your help. Because you can do that with the help of our good Lord. You are not alone. He is with you. He is with you. All that you have to do is say, Lord, I need you. And if you need to say a prayer and say, Father, forgive me, let's pray together. Let's say, dear Lord, I am so sorry that I failed you. I am so sorry that I offended you and hurt people. Please forgive me. Please, God, give me a new beginning so my life will be exactly as you wanted it to, wanted it to be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Receive that forgiveness, receive that faith, and you will do those projects. You will do those things that you need to do. Whatever is what you need to do, the Lord will take you there. And you are going to be brave by faith, right? That's why with that certainty is that we can always declare that I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. My friends, thank you so much for coming up to church and uh, receive the blessing from the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful weekend. See you next time. Temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know. God is on the move.